0: What's going on, Far, Far Away family? Welcome to Star Wars in 10. So how's everyone doing this Tuesday? I hope all is well on your side of the galaxy. I've had better days out here on Outer Rim. For everyone that caught yesterday's episode, you know that I went in for a lumbar puncture, and I was a little bit nervous about the procedure, but it really wasn't that bad. The way I felt after it was done, now that's a whole different story. I had a headache from hell, and my back feels like the rock gave me the people's elbow. It is so sore. But it's done now, and hopefully they will be able to tell me what's going on. Give me a diagnosis of what is causing all of these issues. Do or don't I have multiple sclerosis? And if it is a no, then what is causing my nerves to flip out the way that they are? But for the time being, it's just a waiting game. Hopefully because of the great energy that all of you are putting out through the force, I will get some great news from the doctor. And they can figure this out. Real quick, before we get to the story today, I want to thank everybody for the wonderful emails. Every day I wake up and your emails show me how great this community truly is. You give me a reason to continue, to keep pushing on day after day. And I love each and every one of you. I couldn't keep this up without all of your support. So many times I just wake up and I just want to say, no, I ain't doing this no more. Then I read some of your emails and it gives me the courage and the will to say I will never let the fans down. As long as I can speak, I will continue. And you are the reason that I go on. So thank you from the bottom of my heart for being the best fans in the world. I couldn't do it without you. Okay, 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 okay. Too much mushy stuff. I'm about to start crying or something. I don't want to do that. We got a story to get to. Because when we left off yesterday, Sarah's part in the universe had come to an end. The Huntress had took her out. And Xana was struggling with herself. She was trying to figure out why she was unable to best bang. So let's see what's happening now. But first, we got to drop the intro. (laughs) well You have? You are now tuned into a
1: Star Wars show So just get back and ready to flow Clean your mind of what you know And let the Force be the course of where we go As we take this journey far, far away Now let's hear what Darth Vader has to say We would be honest if you would join us XANA could do things with the Force that Bane couldn't even attempt She could attack the minds of her opponents Turning their own thoughts and dreams against them During her apprenticeship, Bane had encouraged her in her studies of the magical arts. He had given her ancient texts, filled with arcane rituals, urging her to expand her knowledge and push the boundaries of her talent. He had directed her training so that she could achieve her full potential. But he did not realize just how far she had come. In addition to the tomes her master had provided, Xana had sought out her own sources of hidden Sith knowledge over the years. Practicing in secret, she had progressed far beyond Bane's expectations, learning new spells to unleash the dark side in ways he had never even imagined. Next time we meet, Master, I will show you just how powerful I have become. She had a feeling that meeting would be soon. Bane was out there, somewhere, plotting and planning for their next encounter. If she didn't find him soon, Xana knew. Then he would find her. Night was falling by the time the Huntress returned to the camp. Bane had ordered her to bury Sarah's body, not out of a sense of respect or honor, but simply to keep away scavengers and remove the corpse before it began to decay. To her credit, the Tochi hadn't protested or questioned his command. She either understood the need or trusted his judgment. While she was gone, Bane had collected kindling from a small woodpile at the back of the hut, and started a fire to ward off the chill. Iktocchi now stood before him, the glow of the flames transforming her red skin to a bright sinister orange. You said... you want me to teach you, he noted, crouching down to stir the fire with a stick. He held it in his left hand, his grip tight, to keep the tremor from returning. I want to learn the ways of the Sith. If you are to become my apprentice, you must cast away the chains of your old life. You must sever all ties to family and friends. I have none. You will not be able to return to your home. You must be willing to leave behind all your worldly possessions. Wealth and material goods mean nothing to me, she replied. I crave only power and purpose. With power, Anything you want or need can simply be taken. With purpose, your life has meaning." Bane nodded approvingly, stirring the fire once more before continuing. If you become my apprentice, who you were will cease to exist. You must be reborn in the ways of the Dark Side. I am ready, my lord. There was no mistaking the eagerness in her voice. Then choose a new name for yourself, as a symbol of your new and greater existence. Cognos, she said after a moment's consideration. Bane was impressed. She understood that power rested not in her blades or her bloodlust, but in her knowledge, wisdom, and ability to see the future. A good name, he said, setting the stick down and rising to his full height. As he did so, the Iktachi dropped to one knee before him and bowed her head. From this day forward, you are Darth Cognus of the Sith, he said. I am ready to begin my training, Cognus replied, still down on one knee before him. Not yet, he said, walking past her and heading to the shuttles on the far side of the camp. There is still one important matter to take care of. Cognus jumped up to follow him. Your old apprentice, she guessed. Or was it a guess? Bane stopped and turned back toward her. Have you seen what will happen between me and my apprentice? Ever since I came to this world to meet the princess, I have dreamed of you both, Cognus admitted. But the meaning is unclear. Tell me what you've seen, Bane ordered. The details are always changing. Different locations, different worlds, different times of the day or night. At times I see her dead at your feet. Other times she is the victor. I have tried to make sense of it, but there are too many contradictions. The future of the Sith is precariously balanced between Zara and myself," Bane explained. Whoever survives our confrontation will control the destiny of the Sith but our strength is too evenly matched for you to foresee the outcome. The Iktochi didn't reply, pondering his words in silence. Bane left her alone to think on her first lesson, continuing on to her vessel. He passed the twin graves without a second glance. Climbing inside the shuttle, he set the calm transmitter to the frequency of Xana's personal shuttle and sent out a coded distress signal. Xana had drifted off into a restless sleep, only to be awakened by a slow, steady beep from her control console. Examining the source, she saw it was a long-range distress call. Instead of being broadcast across multiple band lengths, however, this one was coming in on the Victory's private channel. Only one person besides her knew that frequency. Curious, she decoded the message. It comprised only four words. Ambria
0: the healer's camp okay now this part starts with Xana talking more about her abilities how far her sis sorcery had come and all the spells that Bane was unaware of she was way more powerful than he knows that was how she would be able to best him if it was me I think I'd rather be cut down with a saber don't be messing with my mind that's some scary stuff making me see stuff that ain't there uh that's just creepy but then it jumps to Bane and the Huntress Bane is prepping her for what's to come, telling her what she will need to sacrifice to be a Sith. But the Huntress tells him that she has nothing, so she has nothing to lose. He tells her to choose a new name, and she picks Cogniz. Bane likes the name because of its nature. Now this is where things go bad in my opinion. Bane asks Cogniz what she's seen of Xana in his battle. For a person that created the Rule of Two and decided the rules of the new Sith, he is always looking for a way to break them, trying to figure out a way to get the advantage. Okay, I guess that's really not that bad. We are not talking about someone with honor. They are the Sith. That's what they are supposed to do. But Cogniz tells him that one time he lies at Xana's feet and another she lays at his. It is always changing. Bane doesn't seem to have a problem with this. So he sends a message to Xana telling her that he is on Ambria. And that's where this section came to an end. There wasn't a lot of action in this part, but it is definitely moving in that direction. So make sure you tune in tomorrow to hear the next part. We hope to see you there.